and the ears. He was very good at explaining dreams, but his divination skills were much poorer. It seemed that if he started off on the wrong foot, he simply could not right himself again. To tell the truth, he was very good at dealing with the old lady's dreams from the first part of the night, but he was completely unable to cope with those that she had towards dawn or the dreams within dreams. By his own account, he had never formally studied this kind of divination technique, but had managed to learn a little simply by following his grandfather around and listening in. Having only dabbled in this kind of thing before, he could hardly be classed as an expert. Grandmother Rung moved aside a sliding panel in the wall and showed him the silver ingots stacked within, begging him to bring his grandfather to China. The only answer that she received was that it was impossible. There were two reasons for this. First, his grandfather was already very wealthy and had lost all interest in making more money a long time ago. Furthermore, his grandfather was a very old man, and the thought of having to travel across the ocean at his time of life might very well scare him to death. On the other hand, the young man did come up with one practical suggestion for the old lady. Send someone overseas to study. If Mohammed won't go to the mountain, then the mountain will have to come to Mohammed. The next task was to find a suitable person to go from among the old lady's myriad descendants. There were two crucial criteria for selection. It would have to be someone with an unusual sense of filial duty to Grandmother Rung, who would be prepared to suffer for her sake. What is more, it would have to be someone intelligent and interested in study who could learn the complicated techniques of dream interpretation and divination in the shortest possible time and to a very high level. After a careful process of triage, a twenty-year-old grandson named Rong Jolai was selected for the task. Thus, Rong Jolai, armed with a letter of recommendation from the foreign young man, and burdened with the task of finding a way to prolong his wretched grandmother's life, set out to cross the ocean in search of learning. One month later, on a stormy night, just as Rung July's steamer was forging its way through the ocean's swell, his grandmother dreamed that a typhoon swallowed up the ship and sank it, sending her grandson to feed the fishes. Caught up in her dream, the old lady was so horrified that she ceased breathing. The trauma of her dream resulted in cardiac arrest. The old lady died in her sleep. Thanks to the length and difficulty of his journey, by the time that Rung July stood in front of his would-be tutor and reverently presented his letter of introduction, the old man handed him another letter in return, which announced the news of his grandmother's death. Information always travels much faster than people do. 
As we know from personal experience, it is the fastest runner that gets to the tape first. The old man looked at this young man who had come from so far away with a sharp glance, so keen that it could have been used to shoot down a flying bird. It seemed as though he was genuinely interested in taking on this foreign student who had come to him in his twilight years. Thinking it over afterwards, however, since Grandmother Rung had died, there was no point in studying this esoteric skill, and so, while he appreciated the old man's offer, Rung Jolai decided to go back home. However, while he was waiting for his passage, he got to know another Chinese man at the college. This man took him to attend a couple of classes, after which he had no intention of leaving because he had discovered that there was a lot here that he needed to know.